Hello and welcome to the... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just went blank there for a second. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of uh, Archive Panic. I'm your host, Jacob Russell. And I'm Ben Nevin. And uh, we are continuing with our John Carpenter series. Uh, this uh, Today we're talking about the 1983 film, Christine. Fuck yeah, we are. This film, I've never seen the I, I until you know I had to watch it for this. I had never seen it before, and uh, that was surprising to me. I'll be honest. It, I thought you were, I thought you were kind of a big Stephen King guy. Not really, no. 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 Hmm. I mean, I've seen his uh, most, not all, but I've seen most of like his major movies. Hmm. Like I saw Carrie. You know, I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't seen any of the it movies. Haven't even seen the Tim Curry one, um, the, the miniseries. Um, saw Misery. Misery's good. Saw that shit. Saw the dark half. Like that was okay, but I haven't seen Maximum Overdrive. Haven't seen it. Oh mate, it's fucking great. But you know, uh, Christine was just one of the ones that I hadn't seen because mainly because at the time when I was a little shit heel, uh, just discovering horror movies and stuff, Kill a Car didn't really sound that scary to me, so I just avoided it. And what about now? Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, I like it. I mean, does Kill a Car seem scary to you now? No. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I like this movie. Um, I will I will say though I think uh, the first time I ever heard about Christine was um, there is an episode of The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Same. This is what it's I heard about it as well. It's the tricycle. Yeah, they do the Christine knockoff with the trike. Yeah. yeah. Well, that shit was good. I think they did it in The Simpsons as well at one point. But um, yeah, that shit was cool. But no, this this movie was a big surprise to me I, I genuinely enjoyed this movie I will probably buy this movie at some point um, I thought the music was fantastic I reckon I'll be doing the same as well I'll get, I'll get it on Blu-ray or something mm-hmm. I, th- I thought the music was fantastic um, I know I kind of say this like every time we do a, a Carpenter movie but I think uh, this is possibly my favourite soundtrack he's done oh without a shadow of a doubt for me this is my favourite maybe not score but it's my favourite soundtrack because the music he uses throughout it is Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I mean, there's score. some class needle drops throughout it, man. Uh, I meant score, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's some unreal uh, needle drops, man. I mean, come on, fucking bad to the bone. Christine's theme music, man. George Thorgood. Yeah. So fucking good, man. Yeah, and the uh, Beast of Burdens in there. The Rolling mm-hmm. Stones song. But, um, but uh, uh, this film has fucking... Same with Escape from New York. This film has an atmosphere for days. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And it's fucking class. Um, but yeah, again, this is... Uh, and, uh, Surprisingly enough, um, I was surprised to find out that this movie was a director for a higher job. Um, you know, like he wasn't really. Yeah, because it does seem like it seems so up John Carpenter's alley, to the point where it really feels like even the dialogue feels very John Carpenter. <laughs> I mean, some of it, yeah, yeah, um, most of it. <laughs> but then you've got um, I don't know. It's very strange, like. Uh, I, I, I noticed that the, this was a pro, this was in a, uh, a lot of reviews contemporary reviews for the thing as well mm-hmm. a lot of people seem to have problems with like the, the amount of like fucking profanity and like in the thing and in Christine I don't know why yeah what that's I mean in this one sure the Americans don't like the word cunt but you know and they say it quite a lot but uh, it gives a shit I know I know but yeah it's just like who the fuck cares <laughs> cunting him you know I'm not gonna lie, when they said cutting him the first time, I giggled a little bit. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hate to admit it, but I did giggle. Woo! <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, I haven't delved into a lot of Stephen King movies. I probably should. 
probably delve into some of his fucking books. I've read it, but you know, I read some of Bag of Bones as well. But you know, whatever. I've read the John and uh, I've read it. Story, yeah. yeah, I read Doctor Sleep. I haven't read The Shining though. That's another one of his movies I've seen, but I don't really count that as a Stephen King movie because like it's very. Uh, I haven't read what, the book, but The it's Shining like, or Doctor Sleep. Uh, the Shining. Yeah, that's very much. That's it's not. It's just. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's just, its own thing. It's a Kubrick. It's a Kubrick movie. It's yeah, just, yeah. He just took the title and the basic premise and fucked off and did yeah, his own thing. Yeah, ran with it. It's very good. Oh yeah. But you don't need me telling you that. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, what else can I really say in this intro for this film? It's so, fucking good. Yeah. Have you been up to much? Much this week leading up to watching Christina recording this. Uh, <laughs> I watched the emoji movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not for choice really but yeah, yeah does anyone watch that movie through choice except from like children I don't know but uh, you know and I don't really want to talk about that movie <laughs> but uh, yeah, I watched did that, that movie hurt you Jacob no uh, but it was just mediocre in every every aspect um, no I watched that yeah. and I watched uh, what was it one Super Mario Bros movie not the new one not the new one no the the OG Bob Hoskins John Leguizamo mm-hmm. I watched that yeah I've seen it a couple of times now I don't hate it I don't it's, it's alright I don't hate it it's not great it's kind of funny uh huh uh huh why they had to call it Super Mario Bros don't know but you know whatever because it was a licensing deal with Nintendo yeah but you know you're trying to make Blade Runner by the looks of it and you fucking <laughs> put it in the Mushroom Kingdom yeah I don't know uh, so Uncut Gems fantastic movie Fucking, I've been to the Diamond District, so I I've seen all that shit. Didn't see anybody get shot in the face, but I've seen all that shit, you know. So fair. It's good stuff. <laughs> so the fucking song ends great. I know I talked to him about it, the thing, but it's stuck in my mind. Still. Yeah. After yeah. all this time, as though we're not recording this in the same day, it's been a full week and it's still recording. That. That was, we should mention this is getting recorded in the same day as the thing episode. So that's why he's still fucking singing that damn song. I still believe you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking class. Though, You're still going to be singing that next week, though, aren't you? I added it to my Spotify. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, it's no, you didn't. I did. Really? I could show you. Don't show me. Don't show me. <laughs> it's great. I believe you. It's Holy great. fuck! I love that song. But no, I mean, so what have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing the shit out of uh, Jedi Survivor. Oh, yeah? yeah, and I've been playing it specifically on PC, hmm. which should, for any gamers out there, should probably elicit a few groans. However, I think I've been insanely lucky. I have not encountered a single major glitch in my entire playthrough. There was like one time where I active where like the game like not froze but like stuttered a little bit when I was accessing like a menu, right. and that's pretty much it. So you're doing serious gamer shit. You're you're playing Jedi Survivor. Do you know what I've been playing? Lego City Undercover. Not yet. No, but I oh, that's been, ne- that's next. That's isn't next. It? I mean, well, I've been playing the fucking Lego Marvel games because I am a true gamer, and I will not hear otherwise. <laughs> the Lego games are fucking good, man. They're I pretty say. They're really fun. They're pretty fun, but you know. oh, how funny would a fucking Lego Dead by Daylight be? Ooh. I am interested in this new. If it um, would be like Lego horror, I mean icons and shit like that with like 
Yeah, I'm sure Warner Brothers own a couple of horror franchises. Don't really have any gore though. Lego people don't yeah. have anyone's. You're just leg brick, just fucking red bricks. That's all you need. <laughs> fucking, I am interested in this new um, Lego racing game that they're doing. Oh yeah, Racing 2K. Yeah, that looks really good. It looks pretty funny. It reminds me of. It uh, just looks like a, a a third sequel. I should say no, a second sequel. I should say to Lego Racers on PS One. See, I never played those. I thought it looked like a, a more updated version of Mod Nation Racers. Remember that shit. Yeah, that in itself was inspired by Lego Racers on PS1. Well, we're going to go from kitty shit to uh, some... Uh, Christine. Horror, to Christine, yeah. Now, bef- uh, we're just going to lay this out here. I'm not a car person. I don't know shit about cars. I just know a car I like if I see one. So uh, don't expect any fucking... Uh, yeah, know. there's not going to be too much of a breakdown into the individual types of each car and whatnot, mm. and if the cars are fucking shit hot or not. And Neither of us are car people. I don't even have my driving licence. <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> you don't fucking laugh at me, you don't either. That's, what I, just, that's what I just said. Okay. <laughs> I don't have one either. Set the record straight. <laughs> I mean, right. I like the Fast and Furious movies. I've driven a car. <laughs> have you? Yeah. How the fuck? You can't drive. No, I can physically drive. I can't legally drive. <laughs> I feel like that's a distinction that you only need to make when you're appearing in court yeah well you know <laughs> I've done it twice so uh, try and stop me government you know so fuck them uh, to be fair one of them was in America so they can't prove that uh, the other one was. Don't fucking give them the evidence, you cunt. I'm not telling them when. The other one. <laughs> the other one. Doesn't matter. They, they only want to know. <laughs> There's countless people being down there. The other one was in England, so uh, try and get me, you cunts. So. Um, okay then. I could. <laughs> so yeah, with that disclaimer out of the way, let's uh, go on to the opening credits, which are possibly the most unique we've had this side of Halloween. And uh, yes, it is still just a black screen with text over the top of it. However, no music, no score of any kind. They went by pretty quick as well. They were kind of just... The only sound you hear during the credits is the engine starting and turning over. Mm-hmm. That is fucking badass, man. That is such a good like setup for this movie. Yeah. And just oh, oh yes, yes, uh, very good. Here's how you also know I've been unemployed for you know for however long it's been I saw these guys working in this factory making cars and I was sitting there I was like I wouldn't mind doing that <laughs> you know <laughs> well I hate to tell you some, well I hate to tell you about the assembly lines in Detroit Jacob but they're kind of non-existent yeah, now no, they're non-existent over here as well that's a ooh that's a bad one I'm know. sorry. I'm actually start my new job tomorrow. <laughs> Good for you, bro, you know. <laughs> that, that, uh, um, when I tried to apply for... Uh, I am still in crippling debt. Get it up, you. Uh, no. <laughs> I will never be out of debt. When I when I applied for work at the, the fucking slaughterhouse up here. Uh, oh, yeah, you applied for a fucking slaughterhouse, you maniac. Oh, uh, yeah, but when I applied for the job, they asked me for my, um, you know, just, like, education history and all that shit. And because I did because I studied film at college they wouldn't accept me because they thought I would be filming like documentaries about it you know whistleblower type shit because in the actual application form it said like uh, I can't have uh, I if I work for the media I can't get a job there so 
or, or if I have ever worked for the media, I can't get a job there. And I never worked for the media, but because I was tangentially related to it, couldn't get a job That's there. That's a bit of shit. Yeah, well. Yeah, anyway, the opening credits are fucking cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we then kick off this film proper with Bad to the Bone. Ba-da-da-da-da. Christine's theme song. Yeah. I don't want to keep this joke going, so let's just fucking move on. Fucking Terminator 2 song? That shit's fucking class. Fuck you, no, it's Christine's song now. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and we get introduced to Christine, who in, assemb- in an assembly line of. I actually wrote down the type of car that it is, and I can't remember where it's I might have put it down. Uh, yeah, it's a Plymouth Fury. Mm. A red Plymouth Fury. Yeah, uh, yeah, red Plymouth Fury. Uh, made in 1957 Detroit. Everything was made in Detroit back then, yeah. No, but this, in this film it is. Oh, right, okay. Well, and this, this is the, where the scene takes place, is in mm. Detroit. Well, you know, Detroit. Yeah, here's, it's a place. Here's a show. So, uh, <laughs> how dare you? I mean, house music came from there, so it can't be all bad. True. Uh, also, Robocop. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a good thing or a bad thing. It's a great thing. That film's awesome. <laughs> yeah, know, that film's fucking great. That film is great, but uh, Christine's so, yeah. the only red. But Christine's the only fucking red. Yeah, the rest red of the cars are all yet to be painted, so they're all kind of. I thought they were just painted white. I thought they were waiting to be painted. I thought it was just primer that was on them. I don't know. I just thought I just assumed they were white cars. You know, I don't fucking know. But fucking racist. Get it? Because it's cars in the race. You're a dick, you know that? <laughs> yeah, I know I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I know I'm a dick, and I love being a dick. But, um, I will never cease to be a dick. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite parts about this though is, um, I mean, it's really inconsequential. Just like the stylistic choice of it mm. is uh, the guy that's like looking over the engine in that, uh, and and, the, and Christine. He gets his hand. Yeah, when yeah. when the when I know you Americans call it a hood, but over here we call it the bonnet. You cunts. So when the bonnet <laughs> slams down, slams in the guy's hand, yeah. The music just stops, and it's just him going. Ah! So, yeah, I like that too. That yeah, was a nice that, touch. that was some good shit. Uh, so he gets led away, and this other guy goes in, ostensibly, I guess, to check the fucking radio. I don't know. Or maybe he's just trying to like fucking. Maybe he's just trying to chill out. Maybe he's just taking a break. Sky off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but uh, perfectly creepy opening kill. However, I do have a question about this kill though. Go on. So, jumping ahead a bit, right? Uh, when we see uh, Lee sitting in the car and she's getting fucking choked to death at the driving. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big white light in the car, right? Which is not present for yeah. this car. Also, how does nobody notice a guy getting fucking killed in the car? I mean, I know they could say, oh, it's carbon monoxide. Because but... it is carbon monoxide poisoning yeah. at this point, so. Was the engine even running? Well, it must have been because it must have been because it was putting the. Yeah, it had the radio on and shit. You can turn the radio on without the. Not in older cars, you need the battery running. Yeah. So you need to turn the engine on first. Yeah, fair enough. But where older the cars, yeah, you can switch them on and just have the radio, but older you'd need to have the engine turning over because that powered everything, basically. Mm. But where was the white light? I don't know. Wasn't there. Uh, yeah. But it is a very creepy kill, as you can uh, we just discover the body. Yeah. It falls out. Yeah, and the the music with the, the, the song that plays, I can't remember the name of it, but. Um, this this is one of those movies where like the 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 soundtrack like the the song choices that are used are very on the nose and I guess that's 
and that is like you know intentional because it's oh, yeah. far speaking it's like a prototype to fucking Bumblebee from Transformers but oh, you know, fuck you but you know less shit so you know fuck you it's like Bumblebee I hate that <laughs> Uh, oh I hate that you're right uh, <laughs> fuck's sake anyway we jump for 20 years, 20 years 1978 from 1957 well 21 years from 1957 to 1978 mm-hmm. and we go from Detroit to California <laughs> and we meet our main character who is like a revenge of the of the nerds level nerd like yeah, this yeah. is like if yeah I thought he looked like fucking Woody Allen yeah a little bit fucking acts like him too <laughs> cunt uh, well, well he isn't fucking his stepdaughter so he fucking, he's the kind that would though he's a creep uh, he he's not a creep yet he fucking is at the end of it yeah he is at the end of it but he's not a creep yet no, he's just an innocent little boy no <laughs> so we have the character called Roseanne well, what's the what's his name though hitting on Cunningham's pal who we have yet to Name, I think. I don't know if he's called Dennis at this. If he's, yeah, he's got Dennis. his name yet, but well, Arnie Cunningham. Dennis. Arnie Cunningham. He's played by a guy called Keith Gordon, right? Yes. And I was looking him up, see what the fuck else he's done. Go on. And uh, <laughs> literally, um, like acting wise, mm-hmm. he was in uh, <laughs> he was in Jaws two, right? That was his first movie. And then he was in a couple of uh, De Palma movies, Brian De Palma movies. Then Christine, then pretty much like he was only in like five more movies after that. Then he just became a, a director, doing a bunch yeah. of t- doing a bunch of TV stuff and uh, like uh, I don't know if you've he did a he did a Robert Downey Jr. movie in two thousand three called The Singing Detective, which I've heard about. Apparently, it's very good, mm. but uh, you know, all right, fair enough to him. And uh, yeah, he does a lot of TV work. Like he did a he directed a bunch of episodes for like Dexter and. Fargo and all these sort of things. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, we're introduced to. So we're introduced to Arnie Cunningham, or Cuntingham, as his psycho bullies will call him. Yeah, but Arnie, like, uh, we're introduced to a bit of his home life, so you see him. Oh, yeah. His parents are cunts. <laughs> like, I, I. I don't know about his dad. His dad just seems like he doesn't really give a fuck, but like. Uh, nah, his dad's a, his dad's a willing participant because we found out later that he's a dick as well. Is he? He tries to assault the boy. Ah, well. He puts him up against the fucking wall. Why? For, you know, it's been a cunt. <laughs> no excuse. Uh, <laughs> if he was the same, if he was a similar age as Arnie, then I, oh, by all means, hit the cunt. But nah, no, never an excuse to lay your hands on a kid like that. Never. Fuck that shit. The dad's a cunt and so is the mum. Yeah. And uh, anyway fucking running around with his garbage so garbage bags well done a six uh, oh hi uh, fucking we go to the school well no because we went to just Dennis first are we? yeah Dennis picks him up oh yeah Dennis picks him up to take him to school I and they're complaining about the fucking car yeah. and noise pollution you know and all who, that pish I was looking up this guy as well um, his name's uh, the guy that plays Dennis yeah the guy who plays uh, Dennis is named uh, John Stockwell he has a famous niece. His niece is uh, Florence Welch, a singer of uh, Florence and the Machine. Oh, shit, that Florence. Yeah, yeah. But no, uh, he's he's another one of these guys that uh, I, I looked up to see what else he did. And uh, he's another one of these guys that like moved into directing as well. But uh, <laughs> he was also in Top Gun. But, um, I knew I fucking recognised him. 
<laughs> but the the things that he's directed, right? Get a load of these. Get just get a load of these titles, right? Fucking Seal Team Six: The Raid on Osama Bin Laden. What? Kid Cannabis. Armed Response. Kickboxer Vengeance. Wait, no, wait, no. I've fucking seen that movie. Well, from 2016. Yeah, Dave Bautista's in it. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah he plays the baddie. Yep, yeah, so he directed that. He also did a bunch of episodes of The L Word, so there you go. <laughs> Weird mix. Yeah, uh, you know I've seen every episode of The L Word. Yes. <laughs> Not the new series. Apparently it's shit. I haven't seen it. I have, I have on good authority that it's fucking shit. See, <laughs> That's what happens when you live when you used to live with a, a lesbian flatmate. You just watch the other one. Yeah, yeah, and that other one, that Glasgow one. Remember that one? Um, oh yeah. What the fuck was that called? I um, can't remember. Lip service. That was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> we used to go to where that one character gets run over and dies all the time. Because <laughs> it was right outside that comic shop, A One Comics. It was on that street. But just didn't feel like a Gale Street kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, the big oh, yellow fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, which is Dennis. He's an alright guy. He's a jock. Uh, he plays on the football team, drives a car, has a nice has a very nice car. Has a very nice blue car. Has a very nice muscle car. Don't know what the fuck it is. Might be a Ford. Might be a Chevy. I don't know. I don't care. But I like it. <laughs> Might be a hump of shit on wheels. We don't know. But, uh, he's trying to get him laid. Yes. He's seniors. It's very high school. Yes, and to which she replies, "Oh, I'm. I'll just think. I'll just beat off," which is fucking like, okay, you know yeah. what? Fair play, wee man. Save yourself the trouble. Yeah, yeah. I'll even play with Pam and our five pals. When you go, he does describe someday as being a walking sperm bank, which I thought was kind of funny. But, you know. <laughs> that is, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, well. <laughs> that, that did get a chuckle out of me. I will admit, mm-hmm. uh, begrudgingly so though. I was like, I don't want to laugh at that, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> But yeah, high school, uh, American high school. American high school always looked like fucking shit to me. Yeah, um, But uh, we see this last, this one last year, Roseanne comes up and starts hitting on Dennis proper, right? She is actually like some famous, I say famous actress. She's, right. a, she's a known name, but I can't remember her name right now, so she must not be that known. Ah, well. But uh, so Roseanne starts hitting on Dennis. Well, so while Kelly, Arlie... Kelly, Kelly Preston. Oh, yeah. That's her name. She's in a... She said Jerry Maguire and all that shit. Aye. The cat. So, but while her and while her and Dennis are getting their flirt on, Arnie decides, you know what, I'm gonna be alright, we dick, I'm gonna try and make him laugh. And starts like kidding on to chew her hair and like pulling faces mm. and all that banner. And he's like sitting there trying to suppress a laugh and I thought that was quite charming. I was like, okay, that's like a bit of a genuine like teenage friendship. I was like, oh what's this? Like, what's this? My pal's trying to act cool, he's trying to get his hole, well. I'll fucking fix that. <laughs> I used to do shit like that. It was fun. Yeah, of course but, you did, you uh, prick. But uh, no, there was. Uh, you done it to me. There was. There was an asshole. There's one. There's one insult in this that I wish we kind of. Well, let's see. Wish we'd come back. I wish I'd heard more of it when I was at school. Go on. So, um, it is Arnie, isn't it? I keep wanting to say Archie for some reason. No. Oh, before this though, <laughs> this is when the bullies first come up to. Him. No, no, wait, 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 hang on. Anyway, but before that, before but, uh, Cunningham gets shot the fuck down. Oh, yeah, he drops dead. To, uh, he tries to hack the hard. No, he tries to hack the hard man, right? No, well, before this, before this though, there was an insult when he. Oh, when, no, this isn't with the bullies. This is just Cunningham. This is just the uh, Cunningham Dennis and the other kids. I can't remember his name. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a 
yeah, Arnie tries to join in the conversation. Yeah. And the, the other guy who turns around is like, drop dead Cunningham! And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I wish I heard more of that when I was at school. That's fucking, I mean, it's kind it's of before, funny. It's before that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's trying to open his locker and he tries, he tries to hit this boy with a, with a one-liner. He tries to be like, oh, you fucking, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he just turns around and just goes, "How's your locker, Cunningham?" And he's like, yeah. "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah. Just shut the fuck down, pronto. I never had a school locker. I did. I just never used it. Mm, I was never. Well, I had the I had the option to get one. I just didn't get one. Yeah. I didn't get given the option. I just got given a fucking key. Really, you had to pay for them. I just get. I just get. Nah, yeah. I get tell. I was getting. The, no, that was what it was. I get tell. I needed one for my PE kit. Because mm. I get tell if I was to keep my PE kit in like a separate bag and bring it around every class, I would get fucking in bother for it, and I would get like a punish or some shit like that. They basically extorted me, and I was, they, never, I was never told this. I was just I was I was told that if I was I just kept my PE kit in my bag. <laughs> yeah, I was told if I kept my PE kit with me, I'd get fucking told. Actually, I never did PE. <laughs> I just yeah, kept. You, you had to. Everyone did core PE. Yeah, but you didn't have to. You just didn't bring a kit, and you were just sitting side you lazy cunt. What was that noise? Yeah. Sound like a fucking Animal Crossing character. <laughs> it's, it's fine, you know. It's fine, I didn't, I didn't want to do it, so. You know. They couldn't exactly force me to do it. Yeah. But yeah, they couldn't exactly force me to do it, so fuck them. What the fuck, man? So fuck them. I do remember there was one time uh, uh, PE, um, I said to them that I didn't have my kit with me, so. I was sitting down at the side and it was, um, it's fine, I can say her name, Miss Hercus, right? She came up to me and was like, I've noticed that you haven't been bringing your PE kit, can you not afford one? Are you having money trouble at home? <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, well, I'm just lazy, you know? <laughs> I just didn't want to bring one. Um, I also remember there was one time where... That's quite nice though. That's it was, quite, it was. That's she was, was nice alright. She was alright, but there was another time where like half of the people that were supposed to be doing PE just didn't bring a kit. Wow. And I was one of them. And they all sent us to... Um, as Mr... S- who was the, the teacher of like the white hair and the glasses? Oh, that prick. But anyway, I got sent to one of the yearheads and he was sitting there. And he was, I thought it was a yearhead that did Mr. Scott. Yeah, but this other guy was a yearhead too. But uh, but he got we all got sent to this guy's office so like, it was like I don't know like fifteen of us or something wow. and uh, he was just kind of looked at us he's like I don't have time for this <laughs> he just sent us on our way <laughs> yeah that sounds about right but uh, you know P fuck P we don't have to do it but yeah I mean everyone else did you didn't because you just fucking didn't bring your shit yeah the only time I ever brought my shit was if we were doing um uh cross country. Which, because cross country wasn't even cross country. Cross country was just walking in a circle outside, in the trees, and I kind of like that. So, fuck it, I'll take part in that. I used to play football. Yeah. I still do. But uh, yeah, I mean, I never had a locker. Never had a. I didn't have, feel like I needed one. So. Yeah, but, I had one from a PE kit and stuff. Yeah, well, but yeah, we're introduced to uh, what is it? It's, it's lunchtime. Dennis is asking where where Arnie is. I want to keep calling him Archie. I've been watching Riverdale. But yeah. <laughs> and he's in the shop getting bullied. Now, this is... Right. It's a Stephen King trope. Not only is it a Stephen King trope, mm-hmm. I I want to know who hurt this poor man. Yeah, I was just thinking 
Because every single time there is a bully they're psychotic. in a Stephen King book or film, they're not just bullies. No, they're like, fucking psychotic. They're dude. not bullies like we had in school. Yeah. They are fucking murderers. They're pulling knives. They're pulling fucking guns if it's stand by me. They're pulling fucking all sorts of shit. They. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> they straight up kill cunts in some of the movies. Like in it, they straight up try and kill the fucking Losers Club. Yeah, and in this case, this guy's about fucking 35. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. He can. He looks like Bon Scott a little bit with the hair, like fucking. He's got the Bon Scott hair and he's got these big fucking mutton chops. To be fair, I'd be a bully too if my name was Buddy. So. Actually, no, his I, name's Clarence. His nickname's Buddy. So he's either. You take one shite name for another, so. <laughs> Clarence. Clarence. Yeah. Clarence Ripperton. I never thought I would feel sorry for a psycho like that, but yeah. No. Billy put a fucking knife and then broke his specs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know. And also, this Jonah Hill lookalike shows up and grabs Dennis by the bollocks. Yeah. And just squeezes. Yeah, that's something. I've never seen that before. Uh, I've never had that done to me. No. Well. <laughs> I've never had that done to me by a bully. No, I've kicked people with the balls, but you know, punched them in the air. Oh, that was you know. beautiful, I remember that day. Yeah, but um, you know, and then we have uh, two of the bullies are kind of recognisable. One of them is in um, the tall, ginger, lanky one, the one that gets fucking destroyed in the, uh, in that garage. Yeah, the one that gets blown the fuck up in the yeah. garage. He's in, he's in Friday the 13th Part 2, he's the... He's the one that dresses. He's the one, the practical Joker guy. The, yeah. The one that survives because he doesn't leave the bar. Yeah. Um. He's that's him, and then there's another one who looks like he's kind of got an afro, but kind of really. half-ass in it, you know. Yeah. Uh. Bit. He's in Ghostbusters. He's the. Uh, he's, he's the guy. He's kind of get shocked by Bill Murray's character. Yeah, doing the whole psychic test stuff. Yeah. yeah. They call back to that in uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Really? Yeah. There's like a post-credit scene where he's doing the where Sigourney Weaver's doing the test to Bill Murray. Hmm. and he's like getting them all right and then eventually she just goes you marked the cars didn't you she's like and he just gives that fucking shit eating grin that Bill Murray can, does hmm. and she just starts fucking shocking him <laughs> fair enough but you know psychopathic bullies uh, yeah. call the oh, teacher this teacher is a stone cold killer got to call the cops on you <laughs> no 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 before that oh he grabs him he's like I don't need to listen to this shit from you that filth from you yeah, before even that yeah. The main bully, fucking Clarence, right, goes to take a fucking swing at him. Mm. This man does not move. He doesn't flinch. He does nothing. He's perfectly fucking ice in his veins. Fucking stone. Oh, is that when Clarence has like a kind of little tantrum where he just kind of leans in a bit? He's like, fuck! Yeah, because he goes to hit him and he doesn't flinch. He doesn't go away. He's just like there. He doesn't even raise his arms to try and block what's coming. He's just sitting there and looking at him like, Come on then. Well, then you're the first one, the first one's free shit eater. Come on. Mm. Well then you prick. Yeah, no, the. Yeah, that teacher. Fucking hell! What a man. Uh, <laughs> hyper. I've I've also got my notes here. Hyper dramatic psychopath Billy must be an eighties flick. Uh, <laughs> so it must be an eighties high school flick. Because mm. uh, yeah, it was a thing for the eighties as well. I think you most bullies. You get them in most high school movies. Yeah, there's always the psycho Billy. But. Uh, at this point, they then sort of leave the scene and Arnie's kind of taped his glasses back We've up. We've also forgotten to introduce the character. Who? Lee. Lee's not introduced at this point. Yeah, she was just uh, before this. Was she? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was. Fuck, no, I'm... Huh? 
Yeah, she's the new girl. Who's mm-hmm. uh, she played by? Fucking. Uh, I recognise her for some. Alexandra Paul, and you recognise her? She was in. Well, this is what I recognised her from. She's in Baywatch, for like three seasons. Oh yeah. She's also in one of the Sharknado movies. I wouldn't know that one. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, mm, mm. yeah, Baywatch is where I recognise her for. Yeah, apparently this was like her first movie. Um, oh, she does well for the like, first movie. Like Carpenter said, like she was an untrained actress. She just kind of had the right vibe. <laughs> so yeah. it's like fair enough, you know. Yeah, she does all right. Um, so yeah, so we've been introduced. So everyone's trying to ask out this new girl at this point. Uh, Dennis's friend, who I think goes unnamed for most of the movie. I'm pretty sure he's named, but I didn't. I didn't catch his name either. No. To be honest, she's in Borat as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and spy hard not seen it but uh, anyway so at this point this is where we get our our big second reveal of Christine and Dennis is driving Arnie home at which point Arnie begs Dennis to stop and like, hit the brakes stop reverse I want to look at something there's something really important I need to see this thing yeah, he, say, he says, I want to look at her. And, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, they've been talking kind of pervy before. So I was, yeah, so I was expecting it to be like a peeping Tom scene. Yeah, but no, he's just, he's, he's really, he's just like one of those guys from those old Channel 4 documentaries. He really just wants to fuck a car. So He would be, yeah. Arnie would end up in the <laughs> Channel 4 documentary, wouldn't he? The man who fucks his car. Aye. Uh, it's just him like fingering the exhaust pipe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's actually a eunuch now because he got his dick caught in it once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> fucking British documentaries are great, man. You know? Horrible. <laughs> the boy whose skin fell off. Do you remember that one? Uh, <laughs> I see we're laughing at that. That kid's dead, but you know. <laughs> oh, that was a shame. No, the boy with an a, the boy with an ass for a face. You remember a that? Face for an ass. You remember that? It's from uh, the Mitchell Webb look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, this is where we get one of my favourite lines in the movie just for the pure deli- for the delivery of it it's a brand new car best smell in the whole wide world and it's this guy it's the same guy it's the guy from fucking Home Alone yeah he's Old Man Marvel Old Man Marvel from Home Alone yeah what is he wearing by the way fuck knows is that a back brace I don't know I thought it was overalls in the first scene but then it kept being there oh, when he was wearing like a shirt and t-shirt and I was like so I shot him through and I was like what the fuck this is weird I don't know uh... I think it's a back brace yeah. But he's a brand new car, best smell in the whole wide world, and then there's a nice little pause new set maybe for pussy. And it's just like okay, that got I'll admit, that got a laugh out of me. That got a laugh out of me when I first yeah. heard it. <laughs> and it also comes back in a fun creepy way later on in the movie. I don't really want to see old man Marl eating pussy though. I don't want that I don't want that image in my head. Funny though. <laughs> so uh Arnie buys the car for two hundred and fifty pounds. Dollars, sorry. We're in the UK here. Ah, <laughs> uh, you he fucked up. I just like the way he said as well. as like, don't bother bringing it back here. I'm gonna buy me a condo. <laughs> yeah. So you're very excited about this condo, old man. Yeah. Uh, the whole time he's discussing this car, Dennis is desperately trying to talk him out of it, and quite rightly so, because at this point, Christine is a proper fucking rust bucket. Like there's, yeah. like, I'm surprised they get the fucking thing to start. Yeah, there's like holes in that shit up to the front. There's holes yeah. in the side, the windscreen's cracked. The paint's coming off. Yeah, everything, like the seats are shredded to fuck, like it's horrible. I mean, you see it driving as well, it's kind of like doing that whole thing where it's like kind of bouncing up and down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's a proper wee shit box. 
to begin with. The little rust bucket. Yeah. The little uh, This is cards. where I've got my notes. Uh, Arnie's parents are classic Stephen King parents, aka assholes. Because uh, parents in Stephen King movies are nine times out of ten cunts. I mean, <laughs> the only other parent I can think of, the only other parents I can think of in a Stephen King movie is a fucking, you know, Jack Torrance, and he tried to kill his family for next, and uh, yeah. and what what's what's her name, the mum from Carrie. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I don't Can, know. maybe there's some good ones somewhere. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But guns. Yeah. But uh, we get at this scene where they're saying, "Oh, you can't store that shit here." I top like, what the hell are you doing? Quite rightfully so, to be honest. Like, I'll give their parents credit here. I wouldn't want that thing sitting outside my fucking house. Because not only is it a rust bucket, the exhaust is fucked as well, so it's just spewing out pure fucking charcoal. We don't live in a steam house. <laughs> Get our car in the driveway. They do. But, uh, <laughs> uh, nah, there's, right, there's a fucking house um, near where I stay. And they have this fucking old Mercedes that looks like it's from like the late seventies, just sitting out there. Like the tires are flat. I'm pretty sure one of the wheels is just a brick. And like, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, there's, <laughs> you know, there's, there's one of there's one of those just down the road for me as well. well I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I fucking love it. I remember um, there used to be a few of those in near your old bit in uh, BL. Well, still is. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Down the good old scheme. <laughs> yeah, down at my old house, eh? <laughs> oh, there was also a few in the uh, house where I grew up. <laughs> there was also a few. Are you laughing at that? Oh, cause, no, I wasn't laughing okay. at that. I'm just saying there was, <laughs> there was a shit tunnel down by um, oh, where I used to stay up in uh, Glasgow, where like up the top of the hill. Oh yeah, no, there was a few there. Where it got really schemy. Aye, no, I remember that bit. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a fun place. <laughs> Aye. But uh, so he's told he has to store it somewhere, so he goes to a place he called the Do It Yourself well, he Garage. He throws a little tantrum. He throws a little tantrum first. It does, yeah. So, I, I, I did the chess club instead of band. I do. Uh, yeah. I, I do this, that, and the next thing, yeah, basically, basically, he runs down all of the sacrifices he's made to please his parents. He does kind of have a point. Which, to a certain degree, yes, it has a point. However, again, I do kind of have to circle around to it. Look at the state of that fucking water. <laughs> maybe if you cleaned it up a bit, you know. Like, I could understand them maybe letting us, like, tell you what, you can keep it out there once you've cleaned it up. Yeah, or I never, take it somewhere else to work on it. Yeah, I never really understood how, you know, later on in the movie, skipping forward a bit, he's, he's got it all cleaned up, Christine looks pristine. And they just Christine, let, Christine. Yeah, and they just won't let them. Uh, That's just because they're cunts. Yeah. That's just because they've gone back around to the standard Stephen King cunt. And you kind of got it at the start when she's like talking to Dennis about his car. She's like, "You're polluting my driveway. That's air pollution." No you noise pollution. Says noise says. pollution. Whatever the fuck. You might as well be. Yeah, I can't remember what she said, but she said something. <laughs> it was yeah. a, Essentially, to the equivalent, to the equivalent of, you might as well be taking a shit in my lawn. So. Yeah, more yeah, or less. Yeah. But oh, this guy. This guy, the guy that runs, the, the, runs garage. the garage, right? I, um, yeah. Will Darnell is the owner of the DIY garage, yeah, the do-it-yourself garage, and this guy is a sleazy motherfucker, and I love him. Yeah, this guy's in everything though. He was in uh, Gremlins too. He's the fucking um, TV horror host. Robert Prosky. Uh, he's the TV horror host guy in Gremlins too. Yes, he is also. And Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yes, he is. He, he is the, the bus. He runs the TV station in Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, he is. I'm trying to think of 
he's done a shit ton of TV. But what I'm trying to find the stuff that I know him from. I know he's in. There's a big fucking movie that I'm trying to remember him from. But oh yeah, that's it. He plays Judge Harper in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> uh, and he basically he was fucking everywhere in the nineties. He was Nick in Last Action Hero. Mm. He played Billy Flynn in the movie Hoffa. Mm. He was in Cheers, an episode of Cheers. Everybody was in Cheers. Uh, yeah, fucking yeah, everybody. Uh, he played Bronte's lawyer in the film Green Card. <laughs> With General Depardieu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, this guy's everything. This guy, this guy's pretty cool. Um, but no, Darnell, right? I was watching this, and I was sitting there, I'm like, that's the type of guy I hope to be when I'm about seventy years old. Just a grump, just a grumpy bastard. Yeah. Because I do remember, I mean, it's better than what somebody else said it would be when I'm like, in like 20 years time. I had somebody tell me that, um, <laughs> they were playing for Mass, uh, they were playing for Max Payne 3. Oh no. And they told me that, they told me <laughs> that all this shit that you say in it and just the way he is, they were like, oh yeah, that looks like it's going to be you in about 20 years. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> to be fair, I was quite a bit of a... It was during the degenerate days, so... Ah, oh, so, you know, last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, we also get a good bit of foreshadowing from uh, Will Darnell here. Don't wonder your pocket. I know a creep when I see one, and I'm looking at one. I think I'm looking at one. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I'm looking at one. There's a bit later on as well, which I think is quite funny, where like, he's, saying, um, he's saying to him, like, uh, when he's fixing up a car and shit, He's like, oh, well, you know, you can't take it all by shit, but, uh... uh you do a couple odd jobs for me here and there. Maybe for a couple of bucks, and he's like, he's like oh, I'll think about it. Well, don't think about it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> for too long, we're going to get some. Yeah, yeah, just tons on and like that. I'm like, I'm like, I want to be that guy yeah. when I'm old. <laughs> now, after this, there is a genuinely heartwarming moment between uh, the two friends as Dennis drops Arnie at his parents' house. And uh, I, before Arnie's about to get to the car, Dennis goes to go out and get in. And Arnie just says, nah, man, you don't need this shit. Just go, go, you go home, I'll be all right. And then goes, so, and as soon as he steps out of the car, his parents start fucking shouting at him. <laughs> and I just thought that was like a kind of a nice touch because it's that kind of, both people, it's like, no, man, listen, don't, I know they're going to be cunts, but let's just fucking leave it, man. There was, there was one bit as well, like when he first comes home with the car. Um, yeah. He's just drinking a glass of milk. And he's like, oh, thank you for the milk. It's like, did they offer him that? Or did he just take it? Or? He probably, who, who he probably fucking, just took it. Who fucking walks in and then like their mum's like, "Would you like a glass of milk?" You know, so. not in that voice. <laughs> Fuck me. What hey, was that? Would you like a glass of milk? You a little sunny. Fucking the the spotty teenager for Simpsons. Oh, he's higher pitched. Yeah, yeah but same <laughs> cadence. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's just after, shortly after this scene we see Arnie at the shop, and it's where he gets basically gets offered that apprenticeship. Uh, at the garage it's the scene that you were talking saying, about he's saying as well like uh, you see him collecting shit and Darnell showing his pal the car and he's like he's got good hands I'm sure about his taste in cars yeah basically <laughs> just shit all just over like, his car work, and he's like his work's all over the place he's got brand new wind wipers and the windscreen's cracked like what the fuck <laughs> the windscreen's busted uh. yeah. I just thought it was a real it's quite a genuine interaction that I quite like that <laughs> no because it's the kind of thing it's the kind of shit I would hear when I would it was the kind of shit I would hear when I was just like chilling waiting in my dad's car to come out the garage 
It's the kind of shit I would hear, like him and because he used to be pally with this guy called Matt who lives in Australia now, uh, yeah. who ran a garage. Yeah. And every now and then he would talk about like the state of some motors that come in, and him and my dad were like back and forth about it, and it was very similar to these conversations that you hear here. Yeah, I mean, it was there was another bit as well earlier when um, Arnie first goes in there. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's no smoking in here, and he's like, he's like, I would smoke. Uh, don't talk back to me. Yeah, yeah that was it. The no, so they're smoking so over there. They're smoking. Why don't you go and stop them? It's like such a shit-eating moment. Man. I love shut it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he didn't say that, but he should. He might as well. <laughs> you shut the fuck up, you little don't bitch. Don't get smart. Gonna pop a cap in your way. That's not man. Mm. <laughs> he should have. Yeah. He was ready. He's fucking packing heat with me later later on. Oh yeah, he's got a fucking double barrel shotgun chilling out in his office. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I think he's married. What? Think Darnell's married? Yes. You think? Hundred percent. Darnell fucks. I think Darnell. No, I think Darnell's <laughs> one of those guys. I think Darnell's one of those guys, right? That you see in those old movies, right? Where it's like acts like an absolute fucking prick, right? A proper crotchety old bastard. And then goes home to his wife and he's basically Mr. Rogers. Like, that's what I think. <laughs> that's how I see this guy. Like, at his work, he's all like, yeah, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, you know, everything's. Hi, honey, so how was your day? <laughs> Have you ever heard those rumours that uh, Mr. Rogers is actually a fucking, like, sniper in Vietnam? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it must have been Korea, because I'm pretty sure he was... Yeah, TV he was doing the show during Vietnam, so yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah it would have been the Korean He had apparently, ta- uh, like... Like tattoos and shit. Yeah, and but nah, uh, he's, he's just a nice guy. He's <laughs> just a genuinely nice guy, yeah. But uh, so shortly after this, we go back to the high school, and we see three jocks creeping over the new girl with some more glorious carpenter teenager dialogue. Now, now, now I was sitting here and I was thinking when I was watching this, I was like, I don't, right, I don't remember ever really doing this at school. Go on. Like just creeping on, just creeping on cunts, you know. Actually, yeah, that's because we weren't fucking creeps. Uh, that's true. I remember having a crush on somebody, but you know, never being like, oh, I'd fuck her in the ass, you know? Uh, I wish I was dead eraser. Like, yeah, 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 that's yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, doing that, I don't think I ever referred to anybody as a fucking sperm bank either. That was. Uh, the fact you need to think about it. Probably not, no. I mean. There may be one or two times I've heard people call other people, she's a whore, but you know. Uh, to be fair, we were also a couple of fucking nerds <laughs> yes. in secondary school, yes. or high school, or fucking whatever you want to call it. We call it secondary. <laughs> because it comes second. That makes sense. Technically, in America, it's their th- they'll be their third then. Because uh, they go to middle school. Fuck middle school, it's pointless. Yeah, middle school's only three years, two years? Yeah, fucking pointless. I almost went to American Talk your shit out. Anyway. I, I almost went to the American high school. Why? So at uh, one point my dad was working for some company and he is American but like uh, the company that you worked for um, were saying like oh there's a, we might send you to go to one of our plants in America. Um, he was going to, they were considering him for two of them. <laughs> one of them was would be in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania or Wilkes Barry I've heard it being pronounced different ways. And uh, the second one, so Pennsylvania, you know, whatever, you know, East Coast, fucking fine, you know. Yeah. Second one, El Paso, Texas. <laughs> Secretly, I was hoping for that one. <laughs> I think everyone would, to be honest. Yeah, I was just sitting there like, yes, yeah. Because it's fucking it. hilarious. It's apparently, it's like one of the, like one of the safest cities in America. Than literally just across the border, across the wall. That's, is that it? is right there. It's what is. What is yeah. <laughs> 
And I'd be going there and be like, I'll go there and I'll die. <laughs> I'll fucking knowing your luck, knowing your luck, you would be living. Knowing your luck, you would be living in fucking El Paso and going to school in Juarez. <laughs> <laughs> She'd literally crossing the border every day to go to school. Imagine that shit. See. Sí. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> You don't, what the fuck are you saying? Two beers, please. <laughs> right, so we're in this fucking scene where these three jocks are creeping on this lassie in the school library. One of them's Dennis. One of them's Dennis, the other one is Dennis's pal, and the other one is unknown to us. Assuming they're point. Dennis's pal. <laughs> Maybe no. Maybe Dennis fucking hates him and he just wants him to leave. Let's yeah. uh, Dennis attempts to ask the new girl out. Walks right past her, and we are thinking, and we, the audience, are thinking, oh, he's back down, he's shot down. No, he does it pretty smooth. He's <laughs> fucked up. He then grabs a book and goes back, and he's like, oh, mate, the man's a genius. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was pretty smooth. He sits down, what you reading? History. That's pretty boring, right? I was actually half expecting to be like, no. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. I was ex- that's what I was expecting. I was waiting for pretty boring, and she just goes, I like no, it. No, it's fascinating. Yeah, I was, <laughs> half, I was half like, expecting that, but, she yeah, but she's like, this, yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah, a little bit. It's you like, like music? Yeah. You like dancing? Uh-huh. Wanna go dancing with me? No. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least... And scene. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, sure, he did. To be, to be completely fair... Yeah, to wasn't he shot down in flames, though? She literally just went, no, nah, I can't, I've got a date. No, yeah, and to, well, yeah, but I was going to say, at least he wasn't like a dick about it. He just asked her how come, you know. Yeah, I was like, oh, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, you know, knows no, but, you know, you don't need to ask why. <laughs> but, you know, he was... But sometimes it can be good to clarify. Yeah. Because if you... Cause, because here's the thing, he asked about a specific date. So if he says, why not, and she goes, oh, I'm... Um, busy. I'm busy in that date, and they, he can... That gives him then to then go, oh, well, in that case, uh, I'm free the fucking following Friday. Yeah, How's about it? And if she's going... Then she goes, no, I'm still busy, then you can go... Right, clearly you're talking shit and you just don't like me. Catch you after. Mm. Right, you go for it and that's all good. Well, he paid his pal as well because he didn't get the date. Yeah. <laughs> he he he, oh, he he's good for his money. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. He's a good, he's a good boy, or Dennis. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Plays on the football team. He's a quarterback. Is he a quarterback? Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this my next note here is that Arnie's parents are being dicks again. And Arnie is turning out to be a bit of a dick as well. Which one is this? I so, don't know. There's a few of these scenes. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. But uh, Oh, no, no, it's the one where um, Dennis turns up at his house. Yeah, uh, that's it. He says, like, oh, I've got to work on the car or yeah, something. Yeah, because he had plans yeah. to do something. And he's like, oh, I can't. I've got to do a shift up at a thing. And he's like, hey, no, I wouldn't be going out with you, but it's work, you know, man? Mm. And again... That's meant to, This is the thing that kind of fries me about this movie. It's played off like he's being a prick and turning him down. But the man's got a job. There's that too, but there's also his whole attitude about it. Um, his whole attitude Because I don't think we've mentioned this. Uh, I know we've mentioned the car as well. But people have died in this car. <laughs> yeah, true. No, this is when we find out a little bit about, more about the car. Mm. Uh, the last owner died from carbon monoxide. So Dennis goes to have a word with the man who sold them the car right because right. in the we should clarify as well in the book um, I mean I haven't read the book but like you know you, you find, these, you you find do, these things out you do your research like, when you uh, go into this in the book the, the car is haunted by the ghost of the previous owner 
um, in the movie because that's the, the, this is my problem with the movie though right is that in the movie the car is clearly just evil right there's no haunting involved right but they still because and that much is clear from the first scene because it kills someone before it's ever had an owner right mm-hmm. so okay fine with that you want to develop from the source material cool I know what you're going to say what you're thinking was like, but, but he's turning into the brother I don't think he's turning into the no, brother here's the here's my thing though right you don't don't do that and then spend the rest of the movie so focused on the brother and his backstory I you mean, get what I'm saying like as though I don't the, really have a problem with that because I because to me I never annoys me because it feels like it's time to have its cake and eat it too. No, I never, I never, ha- I didn't have that problem with it. I was just I took it as like, oh, it's, yeah, they're explaining the brother's backstory, but I never thought they went too deep into it. I just thought it was kind of like, oh yeah, he there's had the multi- car. There's multiple scenes where they're discussing it, man. Well, yeah, because they need to find out the backstory of the car. I never, I never right. took it as anything more than that. I just so, took it as like, yeah, his his kid died and his wife died, and they're just establishing that the car is evil. Okay. We never so really. The first, so the first time it gets brought up is when he gets into the. It's when he brings the car into the the garage for the first time. The main owner says, "I know a guy that had a car like that, killed himself in it, choked to death." Yeah. We then after that scene, we then get this scene. Talking about last owner died from carbon monoxide poisoning. His daughter choked to death in the car, and still wouldn't get rid of it. His wife choked to death in the car, still wouldn't get rid of it got rid of the car I just took it as like, weeks later I just look at it as if it's like a haunted house movie where it's like oh yeah the house is haunted you know it's killed these people like the last few people who've been in it have died this this and this way I never really took it as any sort of like oh yeah they're setting up like the ghost to be like uh, the main then throughout it. the movie even though it's set in the 70s mm. Arnie becomes more and more like a 50s greaser yeah because the car was made in the 50s I would, I'm just assuming like, and so the previous owner would also I'm just assuming that the car, right? I'm assuming that the car just makes people like that. Maybe the brother wasn't like that at all, like uh, when he first got the car. I'm assuming that he, the brother too, was like Arnie, and then he just kind of turns him into like the stereotype of what a fifties greaser was because the car was made in the fifties. That's just how I. That's just what I took away from it. I didn't take it away as if it's like turning him into the brother. I just assumed that the brother also became like that. There is one final nail in the coffin with that, however. Mm. The quote at the end of the movie. When he literally says something that we've already heard heard one of the brothers say, word for word. He just liked this yeah, the, the pussy line. He yeah. just yeah, he just likes that. The line. exact same thing in the exact same intonation. Yeah, because the because the car is just like uh, making into a stereotypical fifties little creaser. Every, every saying the exact same thing as a character we've already established is said. Yeah, because I took a it, character with a direct link to the brother that's supposedly haunting the car. Yeah, I took it as if John Carpenter was just sitting there going like, because you know he's like a fucking like film buff, right? So he's sitting there watching like all these westerns and stuff, all these guys being like, oh fucking fucking tough guys. But he was also watching like you know these Marlon Brando esque biker movies, like the fucking wild ones, and they all spoke about that as well. And they were all into like, uh, well, they were, those were bikes, but they were all into like their greaser lifestyles too. There's also the odometer turning back as though it's going backwards in time. Yeah. It could only go so far. Goes back to zero. Yeah, it could only go yeah. so far. <laughs> but yeah, I just took it as if like, I just look at it like it's any other haunted house movie where it's just kind of like, yeah, it killed all these people and it, and it made them kind of go a bit crazy. But like, uh, you know, they're not turning them into somebody. They're just making them also crazy. I don't know. 
But anyway, I get where you're coming from, but to me it felt a bit like they were trying to do the two things at once. Like they were trying to make it out that the car was just pure evil, but they also liked the idea of it turning them into the brother and all that pish. Mm. So they had that, that stuff too. I also just kind of looked at it like, uh, I also looked at it like, imagine, the, think of it like Spider-Man 3, <laughs> where Venom turns Peter Parker into what Peter thinks is cool. A cunt. I also looked at it like that. Arnie is going around putting his jelly. No, nah, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. That's yeah. I, I've never thought a Spider-Man three comparison would win an argument, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like that too, you know. That's just a thing that could be. Yeah, no, you've got me there. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The card just makes people into cunts. And yeah. what they think is cool, but yeah. with a twist. Yeah. A lovely cunty twist. Yeah. So uh, Arnie goes off into the night. Who knows what he's doing? Uh, Dennis decides to infiltrate the garage. You keep on talking, but you can't come in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the monitor looks like it's been turned back. As he's as he's he's investigating the car, that song fucking blares on the radio, mm-hmm. and he shits himself and dives at the window. I, I thought we were going to get a bit of fucking Darnell just kind of coming out somewhere like so where that, you at motherfucker so <laughs> that. I was waiting for that man where you at you thieves we got nothing but uh, it's then that we go to quick the, question before we continue right so mainly because there's a bunch of Little Richard songs in this right yeah is is the Plymouth Fury the car that you can get in Mafia 2 when you're like jump forward in time to the 50s I've not played Mafia 2 have you not played Mafia 2 no, I've only been around when you've played it. Oh, okay. I've never played any of the Mafia well, There's games. a red car that looks kind of like... No, so I tell you, I played Mafia 3, but not all of it because it got repetitive and I stopped. I quite like Mafia 3. But, um, I mean, there's a red car in um, Mafia 2 that looks kind of like uh, Christine's. I always thought, I was, I was sitting there, I was like, is that Christine? I don't know, but... Um, but yeah. Could be, I don't know. But uh, we move the, the football game. to the game. Here's another question. You you played football in school, kind of. Um, not this football. Not this football. Soccer for you cunts over there, right? It's not fucking soccer. It's called football. Yeah, we'll call your football hand egg like all those cunts on the internet, you know. But <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I heard it. No, it's called rugby. There's different rules, but yeah, yeah. But um, it's just it's just rugby, but with extra steps. That's all it is. <laughs> you can kick the ball. Yeah. You can um, kick the ball in rugby as well. Can you? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's the main difference is in American football you can throw the ball forward mm-hmm. rugby no mm-hmm. cannot throw the ball forward you can punt it forward cannot th- not throw forward I'm pretty sure there's other rules differences where I can't there's quite it. a few like this difference like how much like how much like try versus touchdown point system and what have you but anyway that's not what I'm getting at right so um, so our school had a team I never played on it right did you ever go to any other games uh, I did yeah once or twice were they like this? Where they just had the fucking school out watching it? Not the full school, no, far from it. It was mostly just a couple of folk, like, uh, if your pal was there, if your pal was in the team, then you might have been there if you were. Because we don't have any stands. I don't know. No. Nah, uh, a couple of parents would stand around, you know, watching, if that was the case. You what know, was the team even called? Uh, it was just Greenwood. It was just oh. Greenwood Academy. Were we good? What? Were we good? Some days we were good. Other days we were pish. Yeah. Yeah. Sums up right. <laughs> we get a, a our main rivalry was with uh, Irvine Royal. Of course, 
uh, because they were just like the school just down the road. Of course. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know if you were ever there for this. Um, so we used to get the bus back from school, and the bus would drop us off in the town. And yeah, I lived to. I lived much closer to the school than you did. So right. So whenever the only time I ever really got the bus with you guys was on a Friday if I was going to your house. Right. So like occasionally, well, the bus would would stop in town. Right. We'd get off that bus, and we'd have to get a public bus after that. Right. Sometimes, um, the other royal buses did the same. Yeah. So occasionally he had some fights down there. So that was that was interesting. I did, I did see a couple of fights in the town centre. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, it was always the it was always the the perception that Greenwood, um, which was our school, was the the better school. You know the 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 fancier one. It it, it really isn't. It's, right. Here's the thing, though. Right. It's just because we had a nice building. It is the fancier school in terms of funding, in terms of all the things that uh, we but Irvin Royal, Irvin But here's Royal. the fucking thing, right? Con Ur's the fancier school is like saying, I don't know, like fucking, and Dartmoor pre- Dartmoor's the posh prison and fucking, you know, mm. like Berlin is the shit one. Well, yeah, but they're still the, prisons. I know, you get I know, what I mean? I know, but they're still shit schools and shit I, districts. That's not really what I meant though. Like, uh, Irvin was also seen as the better school, like better exam scores and all that shit. Irvin Royal beat us like 10 years in a row. Yeah. So like, I don't really know where the perception of that comes from. But, you know, our school had fucking Nicola Sturgeon in it. <laughs> Look where she's at now. Under uh, investigation. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, do, you know do you know what's fucking hilarious as well? Do you know what put me under pressure, by the way? What? I remember being in modern studies class, right? Yeah. Mr. Kelso, right? Uh, he taught Nicola Sturgeon. And, like, it was a different building, but I'm sure the classroom layout was the same, right? And he pointed at the desk that I was sitting at at me, he was like, she sat where you're sitting, and I'm sitting there, was like, that's a lot of fucking pressure, you just put me in, look at me now, <laughs> look at me now, <laughs> ah, <laughs> for context, while he's saying that, he's just fucking shotgunned a can of monster, yeah, look at me now, <laughs> I'm not under investigation for financial crimes, <laughs> so I guess, you, I don't don't have, you don't have the money to be investigated for financial crimes, so technically I'm doing better, <laughs> You've got four figures in your bank account and one of them's a fucking minus. You're not doing better. <laughs> I'm in the positive, mate. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in the positive. I'm doing all right for myself. Nah, I'm buzz deep in my overdraft, mate. So that's what happens when you buy fucking £200 worth of Arrow DVDs, mate. I got the... Oh, fuck, I definitely wasn't going to... Not Arrow, not the TV show. <laughs> I wasn't going to help myself. I was going to say, actually, I got those on a credit card, so that's not paid off yet. <laughs> not the fucking CW show. Nah, I got a bunch of fucking horror movies. And, and a couple of comedies, a couple of comedies, couple of dramas. Yeah, anyway, would you? Ca- I would count *Fear and Loathing* in Las Vegas as a horror movie because I was fucking terrified throughout it. I thought the fucking lizards. I put that on. I put on that movie to laugh. You are a fucking strange person. It's a funny movie. You are a strange man. Um, but uh, so we go to the new game. Arnie shows up looking like proper in full grease on mode, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently on a date with a new girl. Can I just say here the music as well? Like um, Christine looks brand new as well. Christine looks pretty good as well. But the music here, like uh, leading up to Dennis getting fucked, right? Um, like Dennis is distracted by Arnie and uh, and Leah. But the music here it sounds out. like a I don't know what it was. Like if it was a guitar, or if it was a, I have no idea either. Or if it was like one of what, what are those things called? It's like it's a string instrument, but it's tuned like a, it's like you hit it with sticks. Hammer dulcimer. Sounded like that to me a little bit. I could be completely wrong. I don't know shit. 
I don't think it sounded a thing like a hammer dust. Well, that's really to me, but I don't know. But uh, you know, I like the music here. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really Dennis, cool. Dennis takes a pretty fucking rough hit. Oh yeah, no, Arnie and Lee are making out, and Dennis gets fucking annihilated, like mm-hmm. just proper, like almost like by God, that man is broken in half, kind of territory. Ah, oh, God, yeah, yeah. You can do it better than that, can't you? Go. <laughs> Let me put him in the spot. Uh, it's God is now witness that man is broken in half. <laughs> oh, God, that man has a family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, oh, JR, what a legend! He's still, he's still around. He's not doing too great. But, uh, yeah, shame. His, his fucking his career's on a downturn. But anyway, um, but no, his, uh, yeah, Dennis he, gets fucked. But we also see the bullies. The bullies are there. Um, one of them, one, one of them, them says, says uh, "I know where he keeps it." Where he keeps in the, the car. car. Yeah. yeah. So after this scene, Arnie visits Dennis in the hospital, and we find out that his injuries mean he'll never play again, which is fucking tragic for him because he's genuinely talking about oh I've got a scholarship because earlier in the film I'm pretty sure he mentioned I don't think he mentioned a scholarship but it's like implied throughout conversations that this is like his football's his future basically yeah. this is what he wants to do with his life and that's just been made impossible yeah. because he was staring at his best mate winching <laughs> yeah yeah uh, oh well the, th- the things that fucking screw us over there <laughs> but uh there's a, they have a conversation back and forth about just catching up and all that kind of thing and eventually they get this this fucking cold as shit line from Arnie talking about his, in reference to his parents this is why like, part of being a parent is trying to kill your kid no that's later mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. they just don't want me to grow up because then they'd have to face getting old that's pretty Stephen King actually and that was just that was like a oh fuck okay that's this is uh, that was a reminder of the kind of film we're watching. Mm. I was like ah oh, fuck okay now nah, well there now. When uh, we get another nod, another classic sort of American scene. What the driving? Yeah, M- not just the driving, making out of the driving. Ooh, I uh, I we don't I don't think drive-ins are ever really a thing over here, but uh, they were. Were they? Yeah, they were for a time, and uh, they get brought back during lockdown as well. Uh, during specifically at Presswick Airport I had a few because I went to the drive-in with my girlfriend at the time now my ex uh, to see The Exorcist uh, at Halloween oh. I mean, I'd like to it was a good drive-in movie I'd like to go to a drive-in you know but um, I've seen different ways that they do it and this one it's um, they, they, they connect the car up to some speaker thing and then we get the audio from the movie that way but I've also heard of ones where they um, you can tune your radio to it yeah I've heard of those ones um, that's the type that we were at we, you tuned the radio to it what is the movie that's playing in the I have no idea I was trying to look it into it to see if it was like I'm just going to search a this reference up. but I don't know Christine Drive but uh, throughout this Amni tries to cop a feel of Lee she's doing it too though Lee turned up after that Lee turns him down and oh, it's a movie. Gets... It's a movie called uh, "Thank God It's Friday." Okay. Don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> and uh, Arnie is uncharacteristically at this point raging. Like you can see in his face, he's like proper, like pissed off at this. Mm-hmm. And Lee reveals she can't because of the car. She hates the car. Who do you love more, the car or me? Who do you that spend more later. time with? That comes later. Uh, well, that's what she needs. But uh, Arnie goes out to. So after all, all this, eventually she bring. Eventually Arnie manages to talk her back into the car. Mm-hmm. She goes to get something to eat, and the window wipers malfunction. 
Yeah, they have burgers up there. Yeah. Yeah. Did the window? Did the window wiper? The window wiper fucked up, and then he goes. I thought the screen cracked for some reason. No, no, no. The window wipers fuck up. He goes to fix the window wipers. Meanwhile, Lee begins to choke out. Yeah, this is where the bright light comes from. And the bright lights start coming up and all that, and then inside the car. I can't remember. Uh, Arnie's trying to get help by opening his own door. Can't open it. Yeah. Then the man parked in the car next to them steps out to save her. At which point. Arnie just starts fucking screaming at him even though he's saving his girl. Touch it, fucking touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arnie is becoming a major fucking creep. Mm. And it's here that we get that line of the, oh, who do you spend more time with? Kyra and me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, but, uh, this is an interesting point is that after him sort of making out with Lee and, make, and making up with her eventually, the car won't start yeah it only starts until it only starts after he reassures the car that everything is the same that specific word everything is the same it's mm. fine I want to know why the car killed that fucking child what was the child doing which child previous owner's kid probably just again getting in the way the car. <laughs> I just thought it was because like because we see that um What's his name? Ari doesn't like it when uh, Lee punches the car when Point punches the seat. So I was oh, sitting there was like, yeah. yeah, so I was just sitting there going, like, and what's his name? Uh, fucking, um... No, he doesn't do anything, actually. But um, anyway, but no, I was like, did the little girl spill some fucking ice cream on it? And it's like, fuck you. You're getting choked. So, hmm. <laughs> okay. I can see that, to be honest. It's at this point, the bullies lie in wait for Arnie and Christine at the DIY garage. And Carpenter gets to use his famous stalker cam uh, from Halloween, in which the camera is following the car up until a point, the camera stops following the car, the car keeps moving on, and it becomes this weird, almost POV shot. Mm. Uh, or at least that's what it feels like. It feels like we're watching this from afar. Uh, again, excellent use of that shot. The carpenter is very proud of it. He's used it in this, most famously in Halloween, and uh, began and sort of began experimenting with that in Someone's Watching Me. I think that's the first time he used it. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Probably they, they probably used yeah. it in salt as well, but um yeah. But nevertheless the cycle nevertheless Arnie leaves thinking everything's fine and the psycho bastard bullies, try saying that five times fast, begin wrecking Christine like it's a fucking street fighter bonus level. Psycho bastard bully sounds like a rockabilly band. Sounds like a good rockabilly band. Mm. <laughs> That's like really rock really. I go see them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but as I say, they start ripping into Christine like it's a bonus level in Street Fighter Two. And we don't see this, but one of them apparently took a shit in the dashboard. <laughs> yeah. No. That's. <laughs> I know it's not supposed to be funny, but I was pushing myself laughing at that line, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, the way he says it, one of them took a shit in my dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, they're fucking up this car. I guarantee this, but it was fun as fuck to do. Oh my god, I want to do this so bad. You know what this looks like? This. I want it to see this looks like what this scene made me feel like what I imagine a rage room feels like where you go and you pay to smash up shit yeah yeah this this. I always um, wanted to go to one of them I don't even know did we get them here yeah we have rage rooms here there's okay. one in Glasgow oh okay well there's this and there's always the, the every intro to like the fucking Eric Andre show 
Yeah, yeah. Hobbs looks like fun. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they, they fuck up this car. No, I'm gonna have Tony Hawk on. He fucking grinds on the desk and shit. That's great. Yeah, there's one of Andrew WK as well, and he's just there. Yeah. Doing shit. But no, uh, the this scene looked like fun to do. And then. Yeah, uh, yeah after this, I have to ask uh, why is Lee still hanging out with this wee fucking creep? Because it's the 70s and women have no uh, fucking free will. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Women's rights, bro. <laughs> we need more of them. <laughs> I just get sad then. I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even making a joke. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm sad. Uh, but yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, Fuck, man. Yeah, they agree to meet outside the, the fucking... Uh, uh, the garage. The garage, as you cunts call it over there. I can't keep calling the Americans cunts, they're fine. But. It's a term of endearment. So. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I did think that Lee was a bit of an idiot at this bit, right? So they were in the garage. The car's they're, fucked up. Yeah, they're yeah. walking into the garage, right? And obviously, Ar- Arnie sees the car and he's getting kind of like, he's like, what the fuck? He starts squeezing her head a bit hard. And she's just kind of looking at him like, Arnie, what the hell? I mean, they shouldn't say that, but like, she's like, what are you what? doing? I know, just like, just look where he's looking. He's looking at something <laughs> clearly. <laughs> just look where he's looking. <laughs> then you'll see why he's doing this. But, uh, well, you know. Yeah, and Arnie sees the destruction left by the psychos, and Carpenter's score really kicks in here. Mm-hmm. And it's almost discordant, like it doesn't sound right, and it makes you feel very kind of on edge which I feel was def- is deliberate to make you basically e- to kind of echo how Arnie feels at this point looking at Christine don't you fucking touch me does he call her a sinner shitter oh really called her a sinner I was like wow we're getting he married. calls her a shitter right okay um yeah everyone Arnie doesn't like is a shitter according to Arnie yeah and then uh, we have the dinner <laughs> dinner scene Oh yeah, the dinner scene. <laughs> where they're like, well, buy a new car, Arnie. And uh, then he... Yeah, no, this is where we get accidental hilarity. Where it's, it says, like, one of them took a shit in my dashboard. Yeah. But here's the thing, this scene is meant to be... It's clearly meant to show Arnie's declining mental state as he's snapping at his parents from what they're saying, right? Even though they are being outwardly reasonable. Here's the fuck. Here's where I kind of... Again, it was the 70s. This they was go like, against this. This was like, accepted. <laughs> so, I don't know. This is where I kind of go against it, right? I'm with Arnie in this scene. Because they've oh. treated him like shit All right, for the I'm, full movie. Yeah, right? the, the whole, this wouldn't have happened if uh, we kept on the driveway. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It wouldn't have. Yeah. Because, yeah, the bullies wouldn't have attacked it in, a, in like broad daylight where any cunt could have seen. Mm-hmm. They just wouldn't have done that because there'd be shutters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah they certainly wouldn't have shot the dashboard in broad daylight but <laughs> sorry that phrase just makes me laugh as I said I'm fully with Arnie throughout this scene because they've treated him like shit for the entire fucking movie yeah and they basically go right okay you know what we're going to do we're going to buy you a new car and then that's going to allow us to pretend that we have been excellent parents up until this point mm-hmm. no not how it works fuck you Mm-hmm. everything that you've done still stands and he basically says as much to them mm-hmm. I'm going to fix up my car goodbye and fuck off 
His dad chases after him and tries to pin him against the fucking wall. <laughs> like, grabs him by the shot and tries to pin him against the wall. Again, and gets reversed like a fucking pro. Again, it was the 70s. That shit just happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, there is that. Yeah. But, uh, no, and Arnie reverses it and grabs his dad by the throat and just like, listen, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he fucking canes him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not with a cane he does the cane from the WWE you know? yeah 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 just <laughs> holds him by the throat and he's just like that's a little shit yeah I'm gonna what was it I'm gonna hit the A and he just fucking oh yeah walks up the stairs and then leaves doesn't even leave he just walks up the stairs yeah leaves the room yeah yeah the scene uh, so yeah but Arnie goes about fixing up his car doesn't really he doesn't really go about fixing but up the car beats him to it I have something about this as well um, is it how the scene was shot well it was actually originally they weren't even going to show it were they not no no Carpenter didn't want to show it uh, well he wow. said he had no intentions of, he didn't really have the intention of doing it uh, initially what was going to happen he was just going to go back to the garage and then you know the I, car would be fine yeah I can see how that could work you know but, but um, you have to admit this scene uh, was incredible so, so what, what he did what he said to was he was like you know I don't really plan on showing it but he said to the guy that was doing the special effects who also worked on the thing mm-hmm. and the fog um, he was like uh, I'll give you three weeks to come up with something and if it's good we'll use it and so, what they came up with was genius yeah, essentially they just took uh, a big rubber what they done was they essentially created a mechanism that would crush the car from the inside yeah but it was half of it was the front was rubber yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so and then filmed that and reversed it mm-hmm. it looks pretty good and it looks so fucking good it's unreal uh Carpenter's score as well throughout this scene also gives it kind of a weird erotic subtext. It's kind of like this weird kind of funky like sort of bedroom music. I mean, kind of there's, stuff. A, there's a couple of yeah. The music here was actually pretty good. The music here actually reminded me of. Um, there's a bit of Balchikawawa in there, you know. No, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, but, I didn't get that. What I got was Angelo Bedolamenti, who is the uh, guy that does like most of David Lynch's stuff. Yeah, no. It had I a very that. twin. It had a very Twin Peaks vibe to me. I do feel that, but to me it was very like I that think kind he of like. I think, I think Angelo Badalamenti I would need to double check this I think he did um, the soundtrack to, to an actual horny car movie um, uh, I think he did the soundtrack to Crash the uh, oh, wow. the Cronenberg one not the racism one but the <laughs> <laughs> yeah let me just check that very quickly hang on no <laughs> yeah okay. no he didn't do that so at this point he is now Arnie has now fully fell in love with uh, Christine yeah he's not fucking the car but he might as well be and we get to see the glory the Plymouth Fury and it's full glory mm-hmm. and uh, show me fun, <laughs> and uh, yeah fun fact uh, this film beat out Tesla by six decades as the world's first self-driving car uh, so <laughs> is he not driving the car when he's doing all that not for all of it no well, he is at the end but is he not driving the car when, he, when they're killing everybody no he is not Right. Because not and you, that much is proven because when the car comes back from killing the bullets, oh, yeah, he's, it. Yeah, yeah. he's driving his boss's Cadillac. That's true, but so, yeah, it's but a this is car. but um, in the previous in a previous video we were talking about how um, I think it was in the thing video we were talking about how Carpenter's characters are all pretty smart, you know, for the for the most part. For the most part, yes. This, this is the one guy that I'm sitting there like, what the fuck were you when thinking was going to happen? That little alley. No, not even that. Not even that. Right. Okay. One, I want to know what he was doing just in some trucker's cab, right? But, um... He gets the out. unwritten rule of the road. Uh, ask, ask, grass. No one rides for free. Uh, probably. But, 
what I want to know is he gets let off in like what looks like um, this is going to be very niche right actually it probably won't be because every city has these I'd imagine do you know where the you know where the key is in Glasgow yeah you know how there's that bit that's like just kind of like all yeah, 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 it just yeah. looks like that and then he he hears all that he hears this very fucking he hears some Matilda some Matilda music coming from like the fucking car yeah in a very pretty one yeah he hears that and he decides that he's going to walk towards the car that he just saw that he just beat the fuck up out of like the to other night fair, at this point he has, the headlights aren't on, on yet so that's true really but why would you go dark. why would you go towards somebody blaring loud music in an underpass at like two in the morning because we need to advance the plot Jacob this is true but like <laughs> but he's an idiot he's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> they, he's a fucking idiot they should have done something like uh, well if they wanted to make it smarter right but to be fair the guy does is an idiot I mean he grabs dicks and fights so like uh, you know that, you could argue that's smart uh, it's probably uh, it's actually quite smart I mean uh, there's no rules in a fight but like you know grab his dick and twist it <laughs> yeah. give him the old dick twist yeah but like I don't know is it, uh, I wouldn't do that walk up to like some fucking random Cars blaring music out of his Maybe that's what he was trying to do. Maybe he was going to walk up to the car and grab its dick. Just grab its exhaust pipe and like fucking twist it a little bit. Grab its exhaust pipe and then go, fuck, that's hot. Get a face full of like fucking soup, you know, yeah, fair enough. But no, he goes up to the car, lights, the headlights come on. He's blinded by the headlights. <laughs> he's blinded by the light, yeah. And, then, um, and the chase is on. It's yeah, but, he, but, he's like he said, but it's just as he says, what he says, he's like, Cunningham? Oh, you're not mad, are you? <laughs> he just fucked his no car. No shit, Sherlock. He just fucked his car. <laughs> you fucking destroyed his livelihood, you prick. <laughs> but yeah, he chases him, and the guy does have the wherewithal. You see this in movies all the time, where it's like you run in a straight line, fucking dive over something if a car's chasing you. And to be fair to him, he does that. Eventually. Eventually, but he just goes back over. Yeah, there's some great stunt driving throughout this scene. I will say, whoever they got to drive Christine during these uh, segments is a fucking shit hot driver mm-hmm. but eventually the, he corners him in like a really tight alleyway yeah, and not Mucci, even an alleyway what is that a loading dock yeah yeah it's a loading dock and Mucci is slowly crushed to the yeah that's his name Mucci <laughs> he pulls a knife out it's slowly crushed to the yeah what's, Mi- what's that gonna do car beats knife motherfucker maybe it was gonna slash the tyres uh, Mucci is slowly crushed to death by Christine yeah that's the bit from Grim Adventures yeah yeah and uh, we later find we later find out that the boy was cut in half. <laughs> we had to scrape his legs up with a with a shovel. And then what do you do with shit? Scrape <laughs> it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Wipe it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Arnie visits Dennis in hospital again, and he's acting like a creep. Is this where he pours the beer? Again. Uh, no, this is a Thanksgiving bit. He pours the beer later. I think. Well, before we get to that, but he pours that beer like a dick. He he pours. Oh, no, this is what he pours the beer. He no, poured that beer shit, man. You're supposed to tip. Yeah, it was nothing. But to tip the glass. Tip the fucking glass. Yeah. <laughs> it was nothing but head. Idea, absolute fucking yeah. idea. But no, visits the hospital, and then as he leaves, he says Happy Thanksgiving, leaving Dennis on his own, on in hospital for Thanksgiving, which is pretty fucked up. Where's his family though? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> you see his sister, but you don't see her. Yeah. You see his sister in the house, not in the hospital. So yeah, who knows. And this is where we find a new... Could we call him a John Carpenter regular at this point? I feel like we could. Harry Dean Stanton? Yeah. Uh, he's only been in Assault... No, not Assault. He's only been in a Escape from New York and... Um, and this? Yeah. Was he in the thing? No. No, he wasn't in the thing. 
Was he in Elvis? Can't remember. It was mm. a while since I watched Elvis. But uh, no, I won't call him a regular. We'll just call him Harold Dean Stanton because he's a legend. Harold Dean Stanton. I mean, he's in every time he appears or something. I'm I'm pretty happy. I like him. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, he's here to ask some questions. Did you catch his name? And uh, Mr. Jenkins or something like that. It's not Jenkins. I thought it was Jenkins as well, but it's not. Is it not Jenkins? No, it's Junkins. 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 What a legend. He's like, oh come on man, I'm only missing a study hall. I don't even know what study hall is, but he's he's only missing study halls. I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Offers so, him a smoke. <laughs> yeah, Harold Dean Stanton is here to ask some questions. Uh Arnie's doing a pretty great job, to be honest, of not being like suspicious of him. He's holding his own for quite a bit. Until right at the end of the scene where all of a sudden he turns around and just threatens the cunt. Uh, and like tries to rev the car to get him to go. Yeah, there's also like, the whole bit where he's like, I don't even know they may, they still sell paint this colour. He's like, well, they do. Do you have the receipt? What? No. Tossed it. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's fair. I would toss the receipt for shit like that because he's yeah, not going to get tagged back on yeah, it. Yeah, but he's leading with that question because he knows they don't make paint that colour anymore. Yeah. So. I don't fucking know. But, uh, but uh, anyway, Arnie... So he's informed that apparently the top cops have already spoke to Lee. Yeah. And they have a wee discussion regarding the car and whatnot, and it's like he's going through. He's like, "Oh yeah, no, you can see the pants jobs here and here," and Harold just flat out goes, "I can't see a fucking thing, dude. You're 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 tripping." Mm-hmm. Like, and he tries to act out that the door's a different color from the rest of it. Like, no, it's fucking not. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But uh, regardless, the scene goes on when Arnie leaves. <laughs> Harry is that though? Right, this is skipping forward, but. But right at the end, right at the end, when uh, him and Dennis and Lee are standing in the junkyard. Some people can be saved. Yeah. It's just the way he said it. He's like, oh, you did good. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. It's like, oh, your friend's dead. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> your, best friend, your best friend's dead and you're probably wanted for murder in 10 states. But she, says something, right. she says something as well. Lee says something. like, we didn't do so hot. That's underestimate. That's understatement. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, Four people your, are dead. Your boyfriend. Five dead. people are dead. <laughs> Which gives us a kill on average. We're back again. Uh, <laughs> he has done this movie as well, hasn't he? He has, yeah. But uh, but uh, so uh, Andy goes home and immediately calls Lee to ask about what the cops said. Fuck you, bitch! <laughs> ends up dropping the L bomb. The L bomb. Where's he? Loves her. Oh. <laughs> Accidental Scott Pilgrim. Fucking yes! So he doesn't call her a lesbian. Yes! That is the first time that has ever happened! Oh my fucking god! You're the only cunt that would actually do that in real life. Holy fuck, man. No. He does drop the way did I say he drops the elbow when you when he calls her a lesbian? Get the fuck, man. I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like, no, there's no way you'd legit fucking say that. No, like, that's actually just like, for, for context, this isn't a bit, right? This isn't a bit. This man is this man's face is the same uh, colour as my fucking suit. He is beat out the new. No, because I, I was thinking because you say when you say elbow, I'm thinking like of, a, of like a word that could be used as an insult begins with L, and the only thing I could think of is lesbian. Loser, lecherous. Yeah, but my mind doesn't go there, you know, so. <laughs> no, but he drops the L bomb, he says he loves her, and then drops the F bomb immediately afterwards. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, bitch! Yeah, fuck you! Oh, you don't love me too? Then fuck you! <laughs> uh, the guy is very clearly on He does say fuck you, bitch. He does say fuck uh, you, bitch, yeah. 
Uh, he's uh... on hand. <laughs> the guy does. The guy who plays him does a pretty good job. I like. Oh no, yeah, yeah. The actor uh, whose name escapes me as well. Fan fucking fantastic. We said his name earlier, but yeah. But uh, there is a very short car chase with some excellent stunt driving. Yeah. Uh, as he's going, as the he's chasing the, as we see Christine, chasing down the main bully's car, Clarence. Buddy. Car, what was his name again? Sorry. Yeah, buddy. No, no, the main the main actor, the guy that plays Arnie. Oh, Keith Gordon. Keith Gordon, great actor. But uh, <coughs> no, so he's chasing down Buddy. Yeah, listening to the Stones. Him and his uh, Ghostbusters pal. Yep. And we get what might be one of the most brutal fucking deaths in this film, where this guy gets taken the fuck out. We should see what's the happening. The car hits a kid with another car. Yeah, because they get out of the car first, because he's like, some yeah. asshole's following so there's, wee, so there's a wee chase scene, right, where Christine's following the bullies. So the bullies stop and reverse back, attempting to get Christine to fuck off, because yeah, they think it's just some other guy. Yeah, they're tailgating him. Yeah. Christine starts backing up with Christine's them. Christine's tailgating. Yeah. yeah. So he slams on the accelerator Breach. and there's a brief car check. Mm-hmm. So there's a brief car chase even. They pull into a garage, get out of the car. Where one of the other bullies, where one of the bullies works. Yeah. Oh. Alright, so like, the two bullies get out of the car. Yeah. Christine rams it because he's like, is that all you fucking got? And then he rams yeah, it. He rams, rams the car again. and it hits yeah. into... It's like, something you see John, it's like something you see in John Wick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except this kills him. <laughs> he hits a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a spark gets ignited with some gas lying everywhere. Oh, no, basically the fuel line in the car yeah. that he smashed is bust. And so there's, mm-hmm. so there's fuel pushing out all over the floor. Causes a massive explosion. Yeah. Which takes out the vast majority of it, and Christine is now on fire. Well, what's, a, what's a better uh, petrol station explosion, right? This one, mm-hmm. or Robocop? Oh, I'd have to say this one. See, I'd say Robocop. I'd say this one because of what immediately follows it. The <laughs> fuck a car just... Christine on fire, yep. chasing down Buddy. Yeah. Did you hear about the stunt guy? That is this? metal as fuck. Did you hear about the stunt guy who did this when what he drove out there? He couldn't see for shit. Yeah, no wonder, because yeah, like, the car's in fucking fire. The car's covered in fire, this, uh, and also the windshield's blacked out at that point as well. Uh, when Christine's windshield's blacked out. But yeah. yeah, you couldn't see shit, so he was just kind of like driving on instinct. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Still done a great job. Uh, Carpenter's course takes centre stage once again as Christine slowly chases down the main psycho bully, mm-hmm. Clarence, or Buddy. Fucking runs him over. And yeah, simultaneously runs him over and sets the cunt in fire. It's pretty hardcore. That might be the best scene in the film movie. Because that is fucking unreal. And uh, shortly afterwards, Christine then pulls into the DIY garage, looking a little worse for wear, uh, after a brief brief time as Ghost Rider. This is another thing. This is another one where I'm like, why would you do this, right? Why the fuck would Darnell get in the car? Yeah, that's the bit that fucking annoys me too, and I've got that down here as fucking stupid as why well. Why are you sitting there? But we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, we find out that Darnell is fucking packing heat. He's got a double-barreled shotgun. shotgun. My grand had a shotgun like that. What the fuck? Yeah, not either. Um, the American one. Oh, okay, yeah. She had a few of them. That makes <laughs> sense. But uh, he calls to confirm that Arnie got home and was driving his Cadillac. Yeah, we see him driving that. Not Christine. Yeah, we see him driving that earlier as well. Yeah. yeah. So, 
the shot is fr- when he's going up to the car and asking is anybody there the shot's framed with Christine in the centre so it makes it look like the shop owner is talking to the car not the driver did you notice that? I did that's re- I think that's really cool yes so he opens the car and the car's completely so he opens the door and the car's completely empty and the fucking idiot gets right in the seat yeah why would you get in that car it looks like a smoker's lung in there why yeah. the fuck would you do that radio comes on the door slams shut the seat moves forward and crushes him. Your man's fucked. Yeah. I will say, this is... It's rare that I want more gore from a movie. But this is a scene where I feel like it could have helped. I mean, Carter movies never really had that much gore in them to begin with. Except for The Thing. Yeah, I was going to say The Thing. But, but even, like, just... The, that's even, not, I wouldn't even class that as gore, though. The, the Thing is more... That's more like just alien shit. True. Um, but... But the thing, oh no, when the guy's arms get torn off, dude. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, but, no, but anyway, and then when he gets bitten in the face and he's blood all over his face and fucking going down. Yeah, but uh, the, the transformation only, scene of Palmer when he's melting. The only thing I can think yeah. of is either there wasn't any gore in the book. Yeah. Or because this is like a proper like, I mean, it's always the thing, but because this is like a big Hollywood esque produ- Hollywood studio production. They didn't want it. Uh huh. But this is one thing where I think Gore would have helped the scene. Yeah, because if you see the... No, I mean, like, if we'd had a shot of, like, his chest collapsing, like, blood coming out in the shirt. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what Some I mean? Some blood coming out of his mouth or something. Not even that. Like, I'm talking, like, just a... Yeah. Just, like, a shot of his chest collapsing in on itself and his shirt getting stained with blood. Mm-hmm. And then you immediately pan up to him and it's just the same shot of his face of him, like, kind of hanging in it. Yeah. And then maybe a little bit of blood out of the mouth. That, to me, would have sold this a lot more than it did. Because as it does, it just kind of falls over and dies. I just assumed, like, because people do die like this, and there isn't really any, normally any blood like this. I've seen things of people dying, like, they get they just get caught in an awkward position, they can't get out. So basically what happens is they're, they're essentially just being suffocated, like, they can't breathe. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's just what happened to him. But, um, yeah. So yeah, probably, yeah. So fucking... No, um, I, I feel that, yeah. So fucking, um, Darnell's dead. Beautiful bastard. Uh Arne walks into the shop the next day and is greeted by the Mr. Police. Junkins. Oh, the police. And discovers that his car is an active crime scene. Mm. Uh, Christine and, and the car is back to normal. Yeah, Christine is in pristine condition, despite her activities mm-hmm. the previous night. And Arne is quickly caught up in the body count of this movie so far. Yeah. yeah. The bullies, he lets them know that the bullies are dead. Mm-hmm. Which is a shock town, and he has the receipts to prove that he was. Yeah, so they can't really do anything. So. Yeah, is this where this is where he goes to? Um, is this where he picks up fucking Dennis from his house? No, this is where Lee calls Dennis at New Year's to talk with him about Christine, mm. and they make plans to talk with Arnie, and if they can't talk him down, they agree that they'll destroy Christine. Yeah, but there is a there is a part where Dennis is and, in the car. Yeah. And yeah, that that's next. Yeah. That's just when Arnie then picks him up at his house to go to a party of some description. Drink driving again, seventies. Drink driving again, seventies. It was fine, and uh, <laughs> he's driving like a madman. He's driving like a fucking madman. Arnie has gone full blown creep, and we see the odometer on Christine going down as they drive, mm. and. Uh, he straight up said, "He's like, oh, what are you scared and." Uh, Dennis mm. replies I'm scared for you man and an excellent bit of acting which was really fucking good 
And it gets another heartwarming scene between friends as Dennis desperately tries to get Arnie to see reason. Uh, but it's far too late and he Arnie full on professes his love for the car yeah because he's like you talking about Lee no man talking about Christine Christine man yeah and that's just what he said is that nothing finer than being behind the wheel of your own car except maybe for pussy and he gets a smile and it's a callback to an earlier line but this time it's not quite so funny it's also because Arnie hasn't got pussy either yeah this line is now much more sinister and this is one thing that I think Carpenter really excels at mm. uh, these little callbacks to previous lines where he'll make like a joke in the beginning of the film about this that or the next thing mm. I think that's in the book though as well and it? then all of a sudden yeah no it's Stephen that sounds Stephen like some King Stephen King right? <laughs> Stephen King is quite good as well <laughs> sounds like that. me too well, uh, Stephen King's quite good at that as well though mm. to be fair it's something that they both do quite well mm. is those little callbacks because things like if you watch the thing like you say there's like references right at the beginning of the movie that you won't really catch until your second or third watch through yeah same goes for Halloween same goes for The Fog to a, certain, yeah. to a slightly less extent I'll admit you know but this is fantastic where this line now has much more meaning to it mm. and now armed with the knowledge that Arnie isn't going to let Christine go anytime soon Dennis decides to leave a message for Arnie he scratches into the car Scratching yeah. into Christine that we'll meet at Dar- tonight, Darnell's, or Darnell's tonight, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, Lee and Dennis lie in wait at the garage, hoping to destroy Christine and free Arnie from her grasp. They hotwire a big old digger, a big cat, fucking heavy construction machine. You're going to say that with the R? I'm not even going to entertain that joke. <laughs> But yes, I will. (laughs) (laughs) And they drive it into the garage. Mm -hmm. There's a fucking great jump scare in this scene. It turns out Christine is hidden under a pile of junk. And the score carpenter does his famous, (laughs) got you, music sting Mm -hmm. that he loves to fucking do in all his movies. Yeah. Yeah. And the headlights come on and Christine then rampages through the place chasing Lee and trying to kill her. Yeah, this is a big chase essentially. This is the this is the big finale. I will say though, <laughs> there's one bit where it gets a little bit too corny for my taste, and it's when Christine is damaged, and it ends up looking like the car has a mouth. Ah, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. But that was a bit that, too far for me. Uh, I think before that, it's when, a cool effect though. <laughs> when when um, could you see uh, Arnie driving the car? So like um, uh, it crashes into the office. Yeah, and he goes through the windshield. <laughs> that's much later oh whatever there's a big chase we don't really need to no so Christine then rampages through the place damage to Christine causes that thank fuck Lee wasn't hiding in the office because Christine plows through that place how does how does Arnie even fall out of the windshield of that part what is it what is it's not that part it's later uh, so there's a game of chicken between Christine and a fucking cat digger and mm-hmm. we get some awesome lighting on Arnie that makes him look like a universal monster kind of thing there's like that blue yeah kind of like underlit kind of way where he's like his eyes are all darkened and shit it looks like John Carpenter been watching a bunch of like uh, Michael Mann movies at that point yeah yeah uh, the car repairs itself prior to the game of chicken Arnie then drives the car into the office almost killing yeah what Lee. does he what does he hit because he goes through the windshield but he jumps out of the windshield screaming he doesn't hit and then go he hits there's a pause 
and then he jumps out the fucking thing. So I'm assuming the windshield did. He didn't go through the windshield. The windshield went into him. But like, so uh, he jumps out of the car, frightens the shit out of us all, uh, before revealing a glass shard embedded no, 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 into his no, no, abdomen. No, 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 he does go through the windshield. He hits something. He goes through the windshield, and then she goes over to see what's happening, and then he jumps up. He does the whole Freddy. He does the whole uh, Jason thing from the end of the oh, movie. Right, okay. well, he does it. Fuck me. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck did he hit? Because surely it couldn't have been the desk, because that desk would have been fucked. Yeah. So what? I don't know what he did, but like, he goes through it, and then he does like the the Jason. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah. And, and with, a, with an actual like ah! yeah he actually goes Bleh! and uh, he reaches out for Christine as he dies did you see <laughs> I, he strokes I, the front of the car did you see what he was stroking though I think this was intentional and I will hear I he will was not hear unless, the he was stroking a V he was fingering that V Carpenter's a dirty bastard I mean we know that but like come on I mean this isn't the horniest car movie I've ever seen yeah um, you've seen Crash I haven't seen Crash I've seen Titan though Oh yeah, Titan. Yeah, that's a horny car movie. It's a weird movie. <laughs> but um, but uh, the car starts playing a love song. Yeah. During this scene, so the car's almost is mourning for Arnie at this point. I and I'm assuming the car blames Lee for Arnie's death and tries to kill her again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then cru- the car then gets crushed. Was, it, was that a the, stunt person? Like when the car's reversing, it's gonna hit Lee. You know, after thingy's dead. It must have been, yeah. Is that a stunt person? Because that was very close. I don't know. I'm <laughs> assuming it was. But uh, Dennis then crushes the car with the digger as the odometer and Christine finally reaches zero. Uh, the car once again tries to repair itself. He fucking. And he fucking monster trucks the shit. Yeah, he mounts that cunt. He. <laughs> Arnie wishes he'd done that. Yeah. Uh, he fucking <laughs> drives over. Dennis then runs over the bastard and the digger. Proving that there ain't no kill like Overkill. Mm. Speaking of, the new Overkill album, Scorched, is really fucking good. Oh yeah, it's a fucking I peach. Know, I listen to it. Yeah. Uh, Christine gets cured. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, did like, I did like this bit where, um, uh, where you see it cured and you hear this music playing. You hear the radio coming and then it's just like cunt with a boombox. <laughs> but no, this is where I'm talking about. Where, where 50s music is a jump scare in this movie. I yeah. love that. This is where I'm, I, just, I hate rock and roll. But this is the, this is the part yeah. where I, I was laughing at because it's just the way Harry Dean Stanton says it. He's like, ah, oh, your friend's dead. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. You did everything you could. <laughs> you can't get everywhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can't be saved and then he just fucks off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like um, it's like a supernatural car is like an everyday thing for him. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't care. Uh, uh, the cube moves a little bit, as though Christie's trying to repair herself again. Mm-hmm. Back to the bone plays, and the credits roll. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Did you see the dedication at the end of the credits? Did not. I didn't watch the end of the credits. Uh, the movie is dedicated to Bob Don, the makeup the makeup artist for this movie as well as the thing. Hmm. and various other character projects the man was a legend I did notice uh, died shortly before this film could be released and so uh, hmm. this was dedicated to him in a very nice touch I felt fair enough yeah, yeah. I did notice who produced this movie um, go on Richard Colbert's, who was the guy that produced uh, Someone's Watching Me nice so they're back together lovely and also who Mrs. Colbert's is named after in the fog <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah I, I like this movie um uh, would you watch it again yeah probably yeah thought it was pretty good I could see this entering my my Halloween rotation if, if ever I do because I've been because every now and then this is something we've both done in the past that we'll just have our friends when we'll watch like fucking like random movies yeah 
So I think this Christine might be entering that rotation for me. Maybe. Shortly. My only problem with it, right, and this is just a me thing, I think, is at the end, Arnie's dead, right? And mm-hmm. they're still like, I know it's not that long, but it's like five minutes of them just killing a car. And I'm like, yeah, you could speed that up a little bit. But, you know. I do kind of like it because, to a certain extent, because it does like show that they're like mm. really proper fucking... The, um, the amount of effort they need to go to to destroy this fucking thing. Yeah. And I also it might not awesome. even be fully destroyed. It could be the Christine's coming back. Yeah. Well, there is a remake coming. But um, mm. I, it also could be that the whole stereotype that Stephen King can't write an ending. <laughs> but um, He really can't. But, uh, he struggles. But no. Um, yeah, I, I would watch this again. Uh, I would probably purchase this movie. Um, not that I didn't before. But... Uh, I, w- I could see myself getting the I could see myself getting the Blu-ray of this at some point. Is this an Arrow one? Is this on Arrow? I don't know. It probably is somewhere. Uh, maybe, but it uh, feels big. En- it feels like it's big enough to not be Arrow. It feels like this could have been picked up by someone else. Yeah, maybe. But this is what another one of these movies that this seemed to happen with Carpenter quite a lot. Where like, no matter how good the movie was, it just didn't do that well financially. Or yeah, it was kind of Carpenter was almost a was kind of box off his poison for a time and then almost any movie he released so was Stephen King though that was the thing true yeah until The Shining well even after that like because The Shining was like the only for years The Shining was like the only good one because like you had Carrie which was good and then you know The Shining but after that you had like it took like 10 years for Misery to come out yeah true so you had stuff like you know Needful things and graveyard shift and Shawshank Redemption it doesn't really count though. Nobody really knows that. Nobody really counts that as a Stephen King movie though. I do. And that was after Misery. The Green Mile. Yeah, that was after Misery too. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Stand by Me was in a. Stand by Me was great. Yeah. But that's another one of these ones where it's like it wasn't really advertised as a Stephen King movie. Very few movies were after that. Very few movies are. He had the Running Man after this as well, but that was kind of that. That's completely different from the book as well. It's like a Shining situation. Yeah. Or they just took the title and... Ran with it, ironically yeah. enough. Yeah. But, um... I mean, I really did like this movie. I'll, I'll watch it again. Um, I thought everything was pretty cool in this. I liked the soundtrack. I, as I said, I thought it had pretty decent atmosphere. I, mm-hmm. I like the cast. Carpenter's even said that this cast is the favourite thing about this movie. Um, I would have to agree with him, to be honest. The cast is utterly fantastic. Everyone does a fantastic job in it. Yeah. And, like, even... I struggle to think I struggle to think of a bad performance in this movie yeah yeah I mean uh, even as recently as this year Carpenter gave an interview where he said like this is like one of the, his favourite films that he's done uh, so you know yeah no I understand that completely there's apparently a remake coming that's been rumoured for a while though oh, but now they've got like a director and a writer's name and all that shit oh okay cool um, I might go and see that let me just see so this is from Wikipedia so take this with a grain of salt of in course, June yeah. 2021 Sony Pictures Entertainment and Blumhouse Productions announced the development of a remake of the film with Brian Fuller who did uh, Brian Fuller wrote um, I think he was like the showrunner it would be f- it would Hannibal. be fucking Bl- Blumhouse though wouldn't it yeah but he did he did Hannibal and apparently mm. he's doing this new um, Friday the 13th TV show oh yeah. Um, yeah but he also had a hand in a bunch of Star Trek stuff uh, Brian Fuller is penning the script and directing and Jason Blum, Vincenzo Natale, and Stephen Steve Hoban are producing. 
So John Carpenter's got fuck all to do with it. Yeah, John Carpenter's fuck all to do with most of his remakes anyway. Yeah, true. But, um, but yeah, I mean... But yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know if I would highly recommend it, but I would definitely say give it a shot. It's I would say this is one of these ones, of if, you, if you've gone through all the, the other big character movies and you want something else to watch, give this one a go. Yeah, um, worth a shout. Uh, I would say, yeah, if you find yourself curious about it at any point, this is definitely a film worth watching. Very entertaining. There's, again, not a single bad performance, I would say, throughout it. All of the actors do incredibly well. Mm-hmm. The cast is phenomenal. The soundtrack, both score-wise and the actual... Uh, sort of needle drops that are, are placed throughout the movie are fucking spot on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for each scene and yeah there is a few there are a couple of bits of dialogue here or there which haven't aged all that well uh, and do seem no I don't mean in terms of like PC I mean in terms of like they're just not fucking like they're a bit cheesy now uh, yeah. there is some there is, there's plenty <laughs> of this stuff that's like not PC anymore in it mm-hmm. but disregarding that not PC, but if you walk down any street in Scotland, you'll probably hear that. But you know, uh, yeah, Scotland's <laughs> a hellhole. Scotland's uh, fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Christine, good movie Re- recommendation. Yeah, yeah, definitely a recommendation with a in the John Carpenter kind of sphere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anyway, so we will be t- we have just taken a break there because our friend and Jacob here are going to be going away on holiday. I say a holiday is like two days, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's over the two days that we could possibly record, so it's a holiday. Yeah. So, but, um, but when we return, we'll be uh, doing a Carter film that's a bit of a deviation from his um, normal sort of genre genre works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be covering Starman with yes. Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen. His little sci-fi romance type movie. This is a film that I had never heard of until we started doing this. And I look forward to watching it. Mm. If everything so far has been an, any kind of indicator of what Star Wars is going to be like, I have high hopes. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've heard good things about Star Wars, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I want to see how Carpenter deals with a, a romance type situation. <laughs> it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to say the least. Thank you very much, everyone who has been listening to Archive Panic up to this point, and we will see you next week when we cover Starman and just as a final thing as well we might be making a social media account maybe we'll let you know (laughs) that'll be coming in the future Mm -hmm. but yes thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time goodbye bye